0: sally 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 it is good to see you my friend it's been a long time you're looking you look the same look at you (laughs) thank
1: you i would say the same about you but retirement i can see retirement and the facial hair the hat vibe i love it congratulations by the way
0: oh thank you thank you it's been a long road right it's been a long road you you took the shortcut i took the long road.
1: I took a shortcut, but in a different journey now. Because remember, at least you retire. I'm not retired yet. I still got like 10 years.
0: 10 years? You still in?
1: No, I'm not in the military, but in the government. So in the government, in the military, you could retire 20. In the government, 30 plus. Uh,
0: Ah, Yes. OK, OK,
1: I'm, I'm still in a journey of career wise and I'm enjoying it. Um, but that's to validate that if you decide not to do the military life, it's OK. There's other journeys you could join, you know, and jump right in.
0: Yeah, 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 totally. So I'm going to explain the purpose why we're here. So for, for those that would listen to this, understand why we're here. So the reason why we're having this conversation is I recently had surgery um, I was snowboarding and I got injured and I had surgery on it. So I was sitting in my bed, just in pain a little bit. And I was just doing <laughs> doing a little sober reflection on my life. And I was wondering like, you know, Asher, if you wasn't here right now, if this thing didn't work out, you know, successful and you wasn't here right now, what would you want um, your parents and my parents and my daughter to not know about me? Because they haven't seen me for the last 20, 22 years a lot. Because I, when I joined the military, I left home. I didn't visit home that much then my daughter hasn't seen much of me over those those time being in the military so I was thinking about if Asha wasn't here anymore and they had to speak to somebody that knew me from my past from that journey and you were one of those person that met me early in my days when I was young right so then what would what could you tell them about me that you liked what you didn't like that they could know about me that they didn't know what would that be
1: So I love that you're doing this, Asher. Um, It kind of goes in play with give me my flowers now instead of when I'm under six feet. (laughs) Um, So I welcome the question. I think it's a a beautiful thing. And I think the fact that you did some contemplating because when you sign that, um, hey, I'm going to give you, um, we're going to put you to sleep, sir, and you might not come back up. You're like, wait, if I leave the world today, What's my legacy? What What do I want to leave behind? So kudos to you to doing some self-reflection and thinking about your family and your daughter and wanting them to kind of know who you were and what you did and and all that good stuff. So kudos to you. I want to tell you that. I wanted to start with that. Um, when you asked uh, me to do this and you were like, hey, I'm reaching out to friends, I was like, okay, what would I want your family to know about Asher? I did know you when we were both young in the career, right, in the military. And the first word that popped into my mind, I was like, if I was to say, how can I explain Asher to anyone, I would say, you had a lot of compassion before it was a thing, right? Because we were young. Um, I know I was young, and I I was extremely broken, came from a broken home, Um, and I was just, The Army was the best thing for me because when you don't know any better, you join the military and you're able to use that negative energy and be hardcore, be rough, you know, like savage. And you had compassion, even though we were in a world where we were soldiers like back then. Soldiers are different from today's soldier. And you obviously know that retiring the whole generation changes, you know, in the military but when we were in, we were really like rude and mean and, you know, the ruder and the harder you were, the better successful you were. But mm-hmm. you were not, you were all that, you were a soldier. But when I met you, you had compassion. And I and I would like to explain in, 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 in a little detail because I know we only have a little bit. Your compassion, you were like, in the midst of it all, you care about things where others probably didn't you didn't make it obvious. Like it wasn't like, it wasn't like, a your presence wasn't like dominant. You were not dominant. You weren't trying to come in and show off where other soldiers were showing off. I remember specifically in the motor pool, I remember guys trying to, obviously the ratio back then in 2000. So what was it like around? So I'm going to speak for 2001, 2005, right? Mm -hmm. Um, the ratio was like one out of 10 female paratroopers. So guys were always hitting on the girls. Right. And they, you know, obviously I'm one of those girls. So in multiple, the guys were always like flirting and stuff, but I remember the respect some of the guys have for you without you having to be pompous about it. Like, so I remember that if I had like, if someone, if someone came to me and I'm going to throw him under the bus, cause I know he'll enjoy it. Anyways. I remember Ortega, You know, being in the motor pool, he said something with his Jamaican, you know, all that good stuff. And I was like, oh, I talked to Asher. He's a friend. And he goes, oh, respect. And when he went to you, he's like, okay. And he gave you respect, but you weren't rude about it. You had compassion in the fact that, hey, she's a soldier. She's here. She's doing her job. I know guys are going to, you know, flirting with her, but you didn't make it like it wasn't where other guys start being loud about it, being show off about it, being selfless about it. You had compassion in reference to the work environment. You had compassion in other people's perspective and you didn't let it make you. So when you deploy to Africa, you still, even though we were just friends, you you thought about others, you know, you thought about me, you thought about others, you send packages when you're the one deploying. So, I just thought of the word compassion, and I don't know how much details you want your family to know. I, for one, have shared a lot of details with my family, because I like them to see my growth. You know, mm-hmm. I was broken. I was a little girl who made bad decisions. Not bad, because I don't regret any of them. I think they were all learning experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, they weren't the best decisions for me, but I didn't know any better, because mm-hmm. I didn't have that. I didn't have a mentor. I didn't have a guidance. Um, so, a young little girl, you know, lost trying to survive in a men's world, it was good to see someone like you. And that's what attracted me to you in the sense of even just a friendship. You had compassion mm. where we were in a ruthless world.
0: Mm. Wow, Sally, you are. You're good with words, too, by the way. Oh, my God. Thank you so much. Oh,
1: thank you. <laughs>
0: yes, yes. That, that 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 meant a lot coming from you. And I'm glad you remember some of those things because, you know, it's funny. Like, I have, um, I feel like I've suppressed a lot of memories um, over the years. I feel like a lot of the stuff that I did in the military, I, I'm trying to remember. Like, I can't remember some of those things. And it's interesting that you remember some of those small details. So, I really, really appreciate you sharing that because I didn't remember those things. Like, those things are, like, way down, way down in there.
1: Oh, I just, so I remember a lot because I only had a little time in the military. Uh-huh. So I try to remember, like go through memory lanes because the camaraderie we had in the military, you don't have that in the civilian world. Mm-hmm. So I do remember, I try to, I try to remember just to keep me humble and mm-hmm. to keep me, I, I'm, I'll never forget where I came from. I'm going to tell you another story that you, you probably remember this one. This was hilarious. You have to remember this. So, again, you and me spent a few, a, a lot of time together, especially when we were attracted to each other in that aspect, right? Mm-hmm. In that friendship. And I remember we went to uh, the NCO club. We went to go dance and it was like a night dancing. We go dancing because we like dancing. That's something else. I want your family knows and they probably know it already, but you did, you had a passion for dance and so did I. And when we would go dancing, being a, Young, private, probably, NCO. We didn't have that much money. We lived in the barracks, right? And so I remember I would buy, like, cheap clothes from, like, Rainbow or, I don't even, we didn't even have Forever 21, so I can't even think of. So I had some cheap pants on, but I thought I was the cutest girl in town, right? Super cute, super dressed. And we went dancing, and there was, like, a boxing ring. And we did a dance. Something happened. I did a dance or something, and my pants ripped. Asher, my pants ripped. And you smoothly just walked behind me, and I'm like, your pants ripped. I'm like, oh, my God. It was so funny and embarrassing, but I'm not one to get embarrassed too much. But I'm like, oh, snap. Like, my pants ripped. But you just kind of stood behind me and walked with me out of the place until we got to the car. And it's stuff like that, that you had compassion, you were respectful, you never disrespected me. You never, out of all the gentlemen that I've had interacted with, with a friendship or trying to like date or something I you were one of the top respectful one and that's something that again compassion, respectful that goes a long way and mm. so um, it was the funniest day to me and then when I see celebrities um, there was some a few celebrities that they saw something like Sandia she, like her boob was popping out and, and Tom Harden just kind of like stood in front of her to cover her so no one else could see it. It's It's class. So you have compassion, you have respect, and you have class. And it was something, again, you did not see often in the military. Mm -hmm. So I appreciate you staying true to your values and your beliefs. Even though I am sure, because I can't speak for you, but I am sure you were challenging that because that's not the way in the military, mm-hmm. right? What was it? To make fun of people or to laugh about it or, you know, not to say you didn't have your laugh about it because you did. We were both cracking up and I can't remember who else was with us. Probably was Amber or somebody like Zayna or something. And and I was like, that's funny, but that's why you don't buy pants from Rainbow. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh my God! Wow, wow! Thank you so much. They're they're gonna appreciate hearing this stuff. So, uh, thank you for sharing yes. that. So, what have you been, what have really. been with your life lately? I haven't I haven't spoke to you in years, man. Why you been with your life lately?
1: Yeah, I've been blessed and very grateful. Um, when I got out of the military, I left a little upset at the military. Those, you know, they were trying to separate me from my daughter, and I don't know if you how much you remember in that time, but. I got married, I got pregnant, but me and him, I was too young, and he was very, like, controlling, and I did it out of, like, force. A lot of decisions were made. I was 19, right? And so when I went to Iraq and came back, my divorce got final, and I was a single mommy, Mm -hmm. and I didn't want to leave my daughter again. And so I literally had to make a choice. I was given orders to go to Korea, but on a First, it was a company. I was like, got it. Me and my baby are going to Korea. And somehow, they amended my orders. And I can't remember who was the division sergeant major at that time in the 82nd. But he was a friend. Like, he was like, you know, I used to do the VIP finance and stuff. That's how we knew each other, finance. Mm -hmm. Um, And I remember saying to the sergeant major, I just came back from Iraq. I have to go to VNOC in Fort Jackson." And my orders got amended and they want me to go to Korea. But now unaccompanied, I can't leave my princess again. And I am so grateful because he had the same values I did. You know, Mm -hmm. I wanted to raise my kid. I didn't want someone else to raise my child. Mm -hmm. And I told him, I can't do this again. I can't leave her again. It was very devastating for me to leave her for a year. So ever since Mm -hmm. I got out of the military, I just make my kids a priority. And now that they're older, it's like, Mommy has a lot of time in her hands, so I've been doing a lot with advocating for homeless female veterans. Mm-hmm. I've been doing a lot to support kids because, you know, with growth, you kind of learn the things that you shouldn't have probably gone through when you were a little kid. And mm-hmm. and so I, I'm pretty sure if you see it in any of my social media, you see me advocating for women empowerment, for supporting each other, you know, for taking care of children, helping children, those who don't have a father figure or, you know, are in broken homes. And um, you know, I just I wanna serve. So I wanna continue serving outside of the military. Even though yeah, I don't wear a uniform, I don't have to. I can do things here locally and I can help and, and it's been fun. My husband is so supportive. He just retired just a little bit two years because he just retired but he retired two years ago Mm -hmm. and so we're just continuing to serve through our community and I'm telling you I feel like I'm getting older (laughs) but I'm still young I turned 40 this year but in those it's been over 15 years now that I've been out of the military I just kept busy just doing things for others like serving others and that has really fulfilled me like that has brought me joy and so with my daughter in college and my son in middle school I'm like okay maybe I just continue to fill in my little time now that I have or how do I continue to serve so I'm in school um, trying to finish my doctor's degree Mm -hmm. um, and I'm halfway there so I stay busy Asher if you haven't noticed I try to stay busy
0: congratulations there's so much you're doing you're so much like you have so much to serve from it's awesome it's amazing thank you so much for sharing that
1: thank you
0: and you you see your daughter started college you see your daughter started college yes savelli's
1: in university of alabama she's a freshman um so she had two semesters already so i guess the next one's summer so yeah she's in school i miss her that's my baby my princess
0: Yes. You know, it's my daughter. start. it's going to start college next year, too. But it's interesting you mentioned that, you know, how much you put value on raising your kids, because in the military, that's one thing a lot of people understand. Like the military um, members, their kids, like they don't do a lot of raising their kids because you're always running around doing some doing other things. So if you're not have a spouse that stay at home, you don't see your kids that much. It's rough. Yeah.
1: No, you can. And that's why I got out. Um, I literally got out and my husband stayed in the military, but I would tell you this, like our kids, I know they say military kids are resilient cause they learn, you know, this whole transition, the family's always, you know, like military is everything. Like that is your priority, even though they say, Oh, your family, No, the military, the mission is priority. Mm-hmm. Um, our kids sacrifice just as much as we do or you do in uniform. And so you as long as you make sure you thank your daughter for, hey, thank you for being a good child. Thank you for doing the right things when I know I wasn't even here. Um, also, I would say I thank the village. You know, it takes a village to raise kids. So even when, you know, I was deployed, I had to thank my mother. I had to thank my sisters. I had to thank everyone You know my daughter's father i had to thank him and i i thank them even though we are not together or we weren't in good terms i thank them because it took a village to raise that child um and now look at her she wasn't afraid to move places she's not afraid to make decisions Mm -hmm. now do i want her to make all those decisions no but it does tell me that we raised her to learn that hey the world is bigger than just inside this house so there's things going on in the world and I will say that if your daughter learns anything from you, is that you serve our country so she could live the life that she's living. And that the sacrifice you made by putting that uniform, you understand that she had a sacrifice of serving by being there even though you weren't able to be there. Does that make sense? Like, Mm -hmm. everyone sacrificed for a military member. And so your parents, your parents, you know, I'm sure you probably have to ask them for something or tell, you know, it just takes a village. And, you know, we're grateful for the ones we have, right? Because if you didn't Mm -hmm. have that village, how successful would you have been, you know, to complete your career? It wasn't easy. There's a lot of lonely time in the military. I know. There's a lot of holidays. There's a lot of holidays. There's a lot of... Uh, you lose control. Like, we don't have control in decision-making. And then when you get out of the military, you have so many choices. You (laughs) could go left or you could go right, right? And people don't understand that. In the military, they tell you what to do, how to do it, where to go, what to do. And by the way, you can't go against it because then you'll go to jail. (laughs) And and our families sometimes don't know that, wait, what? Yeah, don't follow rules or your commander or your leadership you get a UCMJ you get penalized for not following orders so yeah you wore a uniform you sacrificed for our country you did your part for whatever mission and wherever you were but your family also sacrificed by knowing that hey they had to keep going without you and then they were able to share you when they could and then you had to go back so now that you're out there's a lot of choices to make and it's a little bit overwhelming because we are not you spend more years than I did. And I know how hard it was for me to go, Oh, well, I guess I don't I don't have to go there. I could do this now on my own or to do I, I didn't know what to do. I, I mean I had the world is so much bigger than the military and so we have choices and so it is a little bit overwhelming when you get out. Um, so the fact that you're making your family a priority still speaks volume to you. You know, it's like, hey, you don't have to. You got used to not being home. You got used to not being there for them, but you're thinking about them. so that that speaks value.
0: Thank you. Wow.
1: you welcome.
0: Okay, so we're gonna stop recording and we can chat offline if you if you still have time.
1: Awesome. Well, I have errands to do, so I okay. am right. <laughs> literally running around.
0: Okay. All right, let me start recording.